You know what that music means. Time first to talk with Brandon Lang. We do so every week during the football season. Brandon, kind enough to continue. He's uh, been on a bit of a roll with March Madness. We're down to the final four. And uh, we welcome Brandon to the show. Brandon, Dave, Rick, and Kathy, good morning. How you been? Yeah, I had to get a little lucky on Monday night to keep that roll going. But, uh, you know, the, the, the Beavers were, were good to me through the whole tournament. Uh, that that shot hurt a, a few people, a couple articles here in Vegas, a couple guys. One guy lost over 300000 Um Another dude lost 500000 if you know what game I'm talking about, Oregon State. And I came on your show last week and talked about Oregon State beating Loyola Chicago, gave some really good concrete reasons why. And yep. I said the two blowouts would be Gonzaga and Baylor. And, of course, when it flipped on Monday, I, I there was no way I was not going to ride Oregon State plus the eight. It was such a shame they came out and played as bad as they did in the first half and then to battle all the way back and tie it up. Yep. And then just some empty possessions got it. You know, you're thinking, listen, as someone who has them plus eight tie game, four and change with that team, you thought you were fine. But, but it's been a couple empty possessions and a couple threes. And now you're down nine with 13 seconds to go and you need a miracle. And it's not like Kalu was able just to – Houston's walking off the court and saying, see you later, and we're up nine, let's go get ready for the Final Four. Bro, that was a contested in-your-hand three, mm. nothing but net. And then when you know Tinkle called timeout and put the subs in, I knew they weren't going to foul, and it was, was nice to get that one. And so lost Michigan-UCLA, got really fooled by Michigan's win over Florida State. And I should have been more impressed with UCLA's win over Alabama. And that's kind of where everybody missed it because a lot of people had Michigan in that game. And it's so easy to look on it afterwards and say, what was more impressive, Michigan's win over Florida State or, or UCLA beating Alabama? I think you'd have I guess to say we say UCLA. UCLA beating Alabama now, right? Yeah, and so you're getting six and a half, and I whiffed it. So, you know, three and one, lead eight, sweet 16, six and three overall for the tournament, making people some good money. It's been great. So, um, half my bracket's true. I said Gonzaga Baylor at the beginning, so we're we're looking good there, and and we'll see what we got. But I think we're in the, I think one of the games is going to be really really good. I think the other game is going to be an absolute blowout. Is that one the UCLA game? No, see now that game I ah. think is going to be. I think that line opened up thirteen last uh, late Tuesday night when when UCLA beat Michigan, and it opened thirteen. It's at 14 and a half, and it's peaking 15. Jeez. You have more money on Gonzaga right now based on, on what everybody just saw them do to USC, much like everybody was on Michigan after what they saw them do to Florida State. But at this point, you gotta, you got to look at how the teams match up with each other and not what they've done to get here. And that's how you – I've always handicapped the Final Four and done, done relatively pretty well. For me, the blowout's Baylor. Um, <clears throat> this is a Houston team that – Earlier this year, went into East Carolina, who at the time was five and eleven, and as a sixteen and a half point road favorite, healthy, fully healthy. Every guy you saw play against Oregon State played in that game, and East Carolina beat them outright, a sixteen and a half point home underdog. Um, Rutgers had them down nine with four fifty five to go, and so for them to get here, credit Calvin Sampson and beating the teams that are in front of you, but. My God, you beat an 11 seed, 13 seed, 12 seed, 14, all double digit seeds. So now you now you get the one seed. But based on the fact that Houston's got a lot of good hype right now, I think we're getting value of, of the number being four and a half, five. And to me, as well as Houston may have matched up with Oregon State, I think it's as poorly as they match up here because if Grimes doesn't get you 20, Houston struggles offensively. And with Flagler and Butler and Mitchell and, and those three guards, 
to hold Villanova to 21 points in the second half was was impressive. Mm-hmm. And the adjustments that Drew made at the half, they were just jacking up threes and not hitting threes. And the adjustment they made was, listen, they're going to defend us on the three-point line. Let's just drive by and go to the bucket. They The whole second half, they just got in the lane, got buckets. And so um, I think Houston will hang around for a while. But I believe Baylor is back in peak form that we saw earlier. Listen, they got two losses this year. Kansas, when they came out of a 21-day COVID, it was their second game back when they went into Kansas. And then Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game. So good run for Houston. But I think from a matchup standpoint, X's and O's, I, I, I think Baylor wins by double digits. And, and you like UCLA uh, to keep that thing close against Gonzaga. Well, again, let's define what close is. Um, do I see – listen, I told you, Julian Strother is a freshman at Gonzaga. His father leaves one of my best friends, and so I've been able to live vicariously through Julian here in Vegas, watched him play his last two years of high school ball, uh, met Mark Few walking out of the gym, and, and then Lee introduced me to Mark when he was there uh, for one of Julian's games. And um, I've watched Gonzaga up close and personal all year. There have been games this year where they've been up 27, laying 18, and that team snuck inside the number. Um, I could see UCLA being down 19 with two minutes to go and hitting a couple of threes and, and making people nervous. I think the back door with the amount of public money mm-hmm. that's on Gonzaga right now, I think you've got to give UCLA credit. But more importantly, uh, Mick Cronin's a friend who I've met at the Kentucky Derby and bet the ponies with. And, and I've gotten to know Mick a, a little bit. Uh, just such a great basketball coach and a great guy. Good for him to get the – he was not a popular hire out in Westwood after Alfred left. So I, I just think talent-wise – listen, they had four starters back from a team last year that should have made the tournament, and Juwan comes in from Kentucky. They essentially have five starters back. Mm-hmm. So Gonzaga's has made me a lot of money this year, uh, I, but I think a backdoor – you're going to have to sweat a backdoor in that one. I mean, Bay, you bet Baylor, you're going to be fine. I'm, I'm telling you, you're going to be fine. Just like I said last week, the blowouts were Baylor and Gonzaga and get you Oregon State over Loyola Chicago. I feel that good about Baylor on Saturday. Hey, Brandon, can you give us a little bonus pick maybe on the uh, women's Final Four? You got anybody? You, know, I, you got one? Yeah, I, I, I like what I'm seeing from South Carolina. Um, I do, but I, I just think in uh, – I didn't see – did you see a line on the game yet? Uh, South Carolina plus six and a half. Yeah, so I, I, I like them as a dog, but I'm a big fan of their coach. Um but at the end of the day, I, I just think that in a, in a big game like that with the horses they got on the other side, I think you, you got to lay it. But in the women's game, you know, who knows? I will tell you this. If it's Gonzaga-Baylor, um, I got to believe that that line's going to be seven and a half, eight. And that's when I'd have to scratch my head a little bit because I think it, it, it could get dicey. But if you put a gun to my head right now, I'd probably have to lay it with Gonzaga. If they beat UCLA by double digits, since the, 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 the five-point win to West Virginia, Gonzaga's won 27 games in a row by double digits. So if they beat UCLA by double digits, they'll be going for a 29th straight win by double digits. I'd be hard-pressed not to lay the seven and a half. For sure. Before I let you go, we've got, uh, we've got baseball starting today, opening day here at Coors Field. Rockies host the Dodgers. Last time I looked, uh, the over and under, the, the total number of wins for the Rockies out in Las Vegas was like 63 do you, do you have any feel uh, for baseball and kind of what uh, what some people might be looking at? Buddy, I came after the shutdown. Um, the reboot was July 23rd. 
I went six and one out of the box and cast 16 of my first 20 baseball picks. I love handicapping baseball. I like Marquis today at home, getting a plus 190 over Kershaw. Um, rough spring training for Kershaw. So I think the Rockies have a chance to, as a big, juicy dog today, I think they're worth a look um, at home. And uh, if you're going to get Kershaw, get him early. Terrible spring. And I don't think we're going to see much for him. And, I, and maybe five innings max, if mm. so. So mm. I like the Rockies and, and, and Marquis plus, I think, the plus 190 today. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Brandon, thanks for the time, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. You bet. Thank you. It's Brandon Lang. We talk to him every week during football season, and he was kind enough to uh, hang around during this March Madness. Uh, BrandonLang.com for more information. Brandon Lang, B-R-A-N-D-O-N, Lang, L-A-N-G.com. 